0: Hey, everybody, welcome to The Deviant Mind. This is Dominika.
1: And this is Christopher.
0: And thank you for coming back to us on part three of Lori. Valo De Bell. Uh sorry that we missed a week but I was out at a conference and I somehow stupidly thought that I would have time to actually record it at said conference but of course that <laughs> didn't You were happen. busy. You been busy. I was busy schmoozing other authors. So, um we're back this week and uh yeah, we're going to finish off this story with um With the trial and her kids being found, unfortunately, deceased. So when we last spoke a couple of weeks ago, we talked about that she was finally extradited to Rexburg from Hawaii on March 5th, 2020. And she made her actual first court appearance uh, on March 6th. And Judge Farron Edens, he reduced her bail to one million dollars. But of course, she was still unable to post bond and remained in jail. Um, now, what they were holding her for was uh, conspiracy attempted murder or murder, because, of course, they had not yet found the children. This is April 9th, 2020. Um, there was some issues about Alex. If you remember, he mysteriously died. That was her brother and also kind of her um, bringer of death, her assassin, as it were. Um, as and, well as his attorney. And, and as well as his attorney. And they actually found... Um, Autopsy said that he actually died of natural causes and he there were blood clots in his lungs. That was on May 8th, 2020. Remember, this is already COVID time. So I'm kind of wondering if both him and his lawyer got downed by COVID. Yeah. So she's hanging out in jail since March 6th. Finally, on June 9th, 2020, there was a search warrant that was served at Chad's home by the Rexburg Police Department, FBI, and Fremont County Sheriff's Office. And sadly, within hours, the remains of the children, JJ and Tylee, were discovered buried on the property. And I don't know if you guys remember from the past two episodes, but there was some talk about how Alex, had taken something back to the pet to the pet cemetery and chad had mentioned in one of the phone calls about a pet cemetery well it turns out that tiley's remains were found at that pet cemetery near the fire pit and jj's remains were found near the pond on chad's property
1: yes and um Alex's cell phone data placed him at Chad's backyard in these areas for uh, roughly two hours.
0: Yeah. So obviously we're thinking that Alex was the one who actually buried these these children down there. Um, and they, Chad actually called Lori while the officers were on his property. And because, of course, all of these phone calls are... Um, what are they called? Recorded. Uh, yeah, recorded. They, um, Lori asked if they had seized anything. And Chad said, no, they're still searching. Um, and Chad told her to call the attorney, which was at the time Mark Means. And of course, Chad at this point got super busy. So between 950 a.m. and 10 a.m., he started transferring money to each one of his three kids. Uh the total was $24,000 and he um made deposits of $8,000 each to each one of his kids. And there was only like $4,000 left in that account at 11:30 a.m. Chad was seen leaving his daughter's house across the street at a high rate of speed even though he was told that he needed to stay or be accompanied by an officer. And he, of course, was quickly taken into custody and booked into Fremont County Jail on charges of concealment, distribution, or alteration of evidence. So, um, of course, they, you know, I mean, the remains were found on his property. And his... Uh, Go ahead.
1: If I may, I was going to jump in and ask... Uh, at one point, Chad's family uh, allows their mom, who also passed away in this uh, horrific fiasco, uh, it was. They started suspecting that her fa- after this and what's going on that their father may have had something to do with their mom's death. So they actually exhumed her body. I don't. Th- do you remember in the timeline of this happens before or a- after the uh, the the children are found?
0: Um. They, I believe.
1: And incidentally, once they exhumed the body, they found that she was suffocated and uh, there were bruises all over her body.
0: Yes. i um, trying to look through the timeline right now. Um, uh, that happened actually before. That was on December 11th of 2019.
1: During, uh, when they exhumed her body? Yeah okay
0: okay um so this happened before um but i mean i'm sure the children must have thought at this point that he had something to do with it because yeah yeah, and he quickly um got together with this woman whose children were missing yeah i mean that's a whole lot of missing and death around you know because her ex-husband had been killed too right so um yeah
1: Uh, as, as a trigger warning, when these children are found, uh, you know, I'm just gonna quickly say it that Telly was burned to death and JJ, uh, um, was taped all over and died of asphyxiation,
0: yeah, which is
1: horrifying. They,
0: they, they believed,
1: they believed, uh, the Daybells that one had to be tied and, and bound in order. For uh, for the demons to not escape their dead body.
0: I see. Yeah. I see. Um, so once these children were found, uh, things, of course, went into the justice system and everything moves very slowly. So um, the prosecutors filed new charges against Lori on June 29th, which included two counts of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence. Um, Chad made his first court appearance via video from jail. Cause again, remember this is COVID times. His bail was set at $1 million on June 10th, 2020. And, um, Lori pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor resisting or obstruction officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime and contempt of court on July 15th, 2020. Um, on July 2nd, sorry, I skipped one. Prosecutors dismissed charges of desertion and non-support of children against Lori because apparently she killed them. So, you know, that she didn't desert them. Um, on August 27th, uh, no, on August 21st, 2020, Chad appeared in front of District Judge Stephen Boyce and pleaded not guilty to his charges. And on August 27th, Chad's attorney, John Pryor, asked Boyce to dismiss the case against Chad, but that was denied. And on September 1st, 2020, Madison County Prosecuting Attorney Rob Wood filed a motion to combine the cases of Chad and Lori. And that took until March 2023 that they would have separate cases, as Lori did not waive her right to a speedy trial. And she also uh, appeared at an arraignment in district court on September 10th, 2020, and pleaded not guilty to two counts of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration, and concealment of evidence. So this was all this stuff about missing kids, right, and them destroying evidence. They were actually not charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder until May 24th, 2021. So that was like, how many months later? Almost like eight months later. Yeah. And she actually, Lori, was committed on June 8th, 2021, to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare, where a psychologist deemed her not fit for trial.
1: Uh, she, uh, the judge, uh, rather, was uh, animate about not having any television. So the, this trial was not televised every now and then on court TV and other outlets, you would see clips, but overall uh, they didn't want any television in there. Cause they were afraid that she was going to play up to the camera during the trial. The trial only lasted two days, her trial incidentally. And um, nonetheless uh, I think maybe uh, I brought this up in episode one but she was still all about appearances, right? And presentation. Yeah. So she, and, uh, 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 working with other inmates, the inmates were like, Hey, if you want lipstick, use a Jolly Rancher and some water, and we'll smear it on. And here's some eyeliner we made. So she did herself up to look presentable in the courtroom, despite being behind bars for. right, you
0: know, day right. Which, which we will get to that. Cause that it was, her trial just happened in 2023, but yeah. 2021 was a bunch of legal wrangling as far as, um, well, she, on June 24th, 2021, a grand jury in Arizona indicted Lori for conspiracy to commit murder in the death of her fourth husband, Charles Vallo. Yeah. So, those Arizona proceedings were on hold while she faced the charges in Idaho. Meanwhile, Chad pleaded not guilty to all charges in the indictment. His children actually attended this meeting. July 29th, the prosecutors dropped a destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence charges against both of them. And on August 5th, 2021, prosecutors said they would seek the death penalty against Chad, stating, quote, the nature and magnitude of these crimes warrant the possibility of the highest possible punishment, end quote. Um, on October 5th, the Daybell trial was moved from Fremont County to Ada County, And then on December 28th, 2021, Judge Boyce ordered that Mark Means, Lori's attorney, could no longer represent her. He cited a conflict of interest in representing both Daybells as well as concerns about his legal competency. So so that's all of 2021. So it's like a bunch of uh, legal wrangling, you know, figuring out which charges were going to happen first. So we get to 2022. On March 21st, 2022, John Pryor, Chad's attorney, requested to severe Chad's case from Lori's, but that was denied. However, it was later separated, like we spoke about. Yeah. On April 11th, 2022, Boyce issued a written order that Lori was now competent for trial. And she was released from the welfare facility and her arraignment was set for April 19th. When she was arraigned on April 19th, she did not speak. And her new attorney, Jim Archibald, pleaded not guilty on her behalf. And then on May 2nd, 2022, prosecutors announced that they would also pursue the death penalty against Lori. But unfortunately, it was later ruled off the table by Boyce. And on May 26, 2022, Boyce announced that the trials would be held together in January 2023. But this was later... Changed because there was new evidence. Now, on August in 2022, she, uh, Lori, appeared in court and she was smiling. She was wearing a band on her ring finger, and that was when Lori's attorneys filed a motion against asking the cameras be banned from the courtroom. And Boyce granted that motion. And again, on October 6, 2022, Lori's case was put on hold again due to competency issues. But then a month later, she was found competent for trial. And that was postponed until April third, 2023.
1: And this is something she contested and kept arguing about and was very upset about during this whole process. Uh, Eventually, I mean, she just starts to break mentally. She doesn't understand what's going on. Uh, She's not working well with this attorney, another attorney. It just becomes a complete mess, one which she is more or less creating to prolong this whole process.
0: Right, exactly. Which, I mean, again, they were arrested in 2021 and, you know, now finally her trial starts on April 3rd, which was the jury selection began. Um, The jury was finalized and on April. Oh, Oh, go ahead.
1: let's go back to the evidence they found. Oh, yes. In 2022. uh, Are you referring to the print? Oh, Okay. Uh, Dominica, incidentally, that evidence they turned up uh, included some fingerprints. Ooh. Yeah, there were fingerprints from both Alex and Chad, Uh mostly found on the duct tape. And then they found a strand of Lori's hair on JJ's black bag that his body was placed in.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I guess the hair could have been like, well... You know, right. they, they live in the same house, but the fingerprints, that's pretty uh, damning, um, yeah. I would think.
1: She had always claimed that she was at home when, apparently they say that she was home when all of this happened, when the yeah. children were uh, murdered. So,
0: yeah. So, Um and so the trial started and uh, she blew cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, yeah yeah so Uh, go ahead so were there transcripts of the trial
1: uh so no well not to my knowledge i know that there are clips that one can go online and they can view uh Mm -hmm. different parts of the trial uh what's interesting is that uh her defense decided to call no witnesses whatsoever And, and their whole angle was that they blamed chad and alex themselves uh, and they started to paint Lori as a uh, uh, brainwashed the victim. Uh, yeah. So she was really the victim just as the children were. Uh, she believed everything that uh, Chad was telling her, including demons, uh, possessing bodies, uh, obviously of people that he felt needed to not be in the picture anymore. I mean, we're talking about his wife. We're talking about her children. Uh, perhaps they were an inconvenience to the lifestyle that he wanted to have with Lori. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so uh, trial was two days. Deliberation was seven hours. Uh, Prior to all this, one she's interrogated, one of her initial interrogations, she just, uh, she smiles an awful lot. It's kind of like the stupor's delight where she knows she's getting away with something and she knows that perhaps the way that her children were murdered was all for the good. Like you get the sense, and it's the way she appeared uh, on trial too, whatever photos or video footage we see of her, uh, there's sort of more attention paid to her appearances and the perception of her rather than this actual crime, this heinous murders, uh, these murders that took place. So she's very withdrawn, uh, body language-wise. She just kind of turtles up and she like enclaves while she's talking and giggling and just trying to smile and warm up to the interrogator. Uh, But for every question that really digs deep about like, well, where's the children? What about the child neglect and all this sort of thing? It's very like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's it's almost as though she's trained herself or that could be a result of being brainwashed by Chad to a point where she believes she really had nothing to do with this. This is otherworldly. Yeah. But at the same time, I guess as you mentioned, they reversed, right? They are initial yeah. saying that she couldn't stand trial to that she could indeed stand trial, right? Right. Right so I think like along the way, like you know, you realize and during towards the end of this interrogation, yeah, you, you know, it's there's a line between belief brainwashed and murder, you know there comes a point, especially if it's a religion that you believe in that has any sort of moral value, even this is based on aliens and this sort of crazy thing and demons in the end of the world uh, to you're fully aware. And I guess this is where they came up with that notion of what's going on, of, of what you're doing, of what this heinous crime is. Right. You know, you, you, there's no, you know, you can't be a hairdresser for years know what's going on and on a switch just because you meet someone and believe in their faiths and their uh, theologies you know what's happening to your children
0: right right exactly um seven
1: counts guilty of seven counts
0: well and you know and the prosecutors you know they said this she used money power and sex to get what she wanted which was a new husband got rid of her kids and i think After all of the people who took the stand, including her sister, um, her supposed quote-unquote friend, um, you know, it it seemed very close to Mm -hmm. see that she was just totally insane i mean uh, how do you like she used the social security benefits of her children um they she was obsessed with chad and um and then she was really shady when people were asking about where her children were you know what i mean so it's like she had knowledge that she did a bad thing because she lied she didn't say oh I got rid of them because I got rid of the demons in their bodies, which is what an insane person would say. No, she lied. She lied to the babysitter. She lied to the school. So she tried to cover it up, which means that she had agency. I mean, she knew what she had done was wrong. Um, There was lots of text messages that came out in trial as well between Lori and Chad um you know also about eliminating zombies so it's like the story itself is crazy but at the same time because she tried to cover up cover it up and chad tried to cover it up i mean it just shows that that they knew what they had done was wrong and so um no so when
1: you look at that when you look at other cults i mean you know you have uh say the manson family You know, these people followed this person Were they brainwashed, perhaps a lot of them were insecure, perhaps Lori was insecure. And this is why she did pageants and appearances were important to her. But those women that, uh, you know, uh, went into that house and and really massacred everyone were fully aware of what they were doing. Right. But then you have an example of uh, that fellow over at the uh, that monster over at the college campus who's grooming all these guys and girls to live with him. I'm blanking on his name, but we did a program about this fellow, too, uh, who basically convinced others to have sex with one another and to hit one another. Right. Uh, you know, and so and they did. So it does become this question of like how much of it is brainwashed and how much of it is like fully aware of the pain that you're inflicting upon others because you're being told to.
0: Right. And she did. But she- murder crosses a line
1: to me well, i mean
0: well and she wanted her chad she wanted her chad and she didn't want her children and her children didn't like chad and she was like okay done and done um so as we said that the jury deliberated for 7 hours on May 12th she was found guilty of murder and conspiracy to commit murder for her children she was also found guilty of conspiracy to commit murder in the death of Tammy Daybell and she was also found guilty of grand theft <laughs> And on July 31st, she was sentenced to five life sentences in prison, only three of which will run consecutively. Uh, Judge Stephen Boyce denied her any chance of parole and victims spoke at the sentencing. And um, and she also spoke at the sentencing, quoting scripture and saying that she spoke to her dead children and they approved of her and what she had done to them. Um, So she kept the crazy on until the very end. And then Chad Daybell's trial is expected to take place in April, 2024.
1: Uh, apparently, according to her, one of her uh, cellmates, uh, a younger incarcerated woman, she in the middle of the night, Lori will talk to uh, uh, her, children. her children. And in the uh, system itself, she's sort of assumed the motherly role. Where uh, the really trouble and upset will open up to her. So
0: I see.
1: Pretty interesting too. Uh, the question remains, you know, power, sex, uh, murder. Does she take this path? Do you think, Dominica, if she's not involved in this cult? If With she does if I she think, doesn't fall into the yeah, into Chad's ideology. I, I,
0: I honestly think that um, like we've spoken about of other people. It takes that specific synergy of two people to start with the murder. And I think that she might have been capable of it, but it needed the synergy of him and all the crazy that he added to that and the obsession that they had to each other to essentially bring it to the murder. Um, Is she a victim of Chad's? Well, she was the mother. And, you know, as a mother, you're supposed to protect your children, not kill them. So I think, you know, it's a 50-50 like they are both responsible for it but i don't know if she would have been capable of that without meeting chad and the synergy of what that relationship gave to them mm-hmm. um so yeah. yeah pretty crazy case um thank you for sticking with us over the three sessions and we'll probably do definitely another episode when chad goes on trial next year and and yeah i mean uh the evil that next year may
1: 2024 i mean wow i know right?
0: that's the justice system takes wow. a while to go through
1: wow. Wow. um
0: so yeah and so thank you for sticking with us and it's october next is it next week october so we're going to have some really fun halloween things coming oh. at you oh. and um and yeah we'll be back next week episode was sponsored by the creek killer book one in the harriet harper thriller series written by me dominica best what would you do if you read the police found your body in a creek find out in the creek killer available on amazon thank you for joining me and listening to this episode if you like my show please give me a rating and review it helps other listeners find this podcast follow dominica best presents the deviant mind wherever you listen to your podcasts visit the best where you'll find show notes my books links to social media and much more join my patreon for special subscriber perks like two extra exclusive episodes a month and a q and a with me at patreon.com forward slash the deviant mind podcast until next time